What is up, my gaggly geeks, and welcome to Pat Chat episode four. Man, do we have such a fun guest. This is somebody that we've had on the Gaggle Geek Show. He's been involved with really a lot of a lot of stuff recently. He is Fox 13's film critic. It's Richard Bonaducci. What's up, man? How's it going? I Pat Chat. I like that. Pat Chat. It's, I'm not ripping off anything. It's like McDowell's <laughs> and McDonald's. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my, what See, this I, is the McSlurry, not McFlurry. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the McFuggets. <laughs> well, how are you, man? Thank Good. you for coming on the show. Well, you said, you said chai and pretzels, so. You chai know, and pretzels? I, I'm, I'm, that gets me. That gets me there. All over the electronics. I'm sure that's my luck. No, it gets me there every time. And now, now we're just going to open the pretzels. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, I, we'll mess with those later. Well, let's, but I let's do come start bearing with the dresses. Will you, bring, will you pull those up ah. so the camera can see it? Okay. So these are enormous. These aren't even the biggest ones. They're, they have ones called Snyder's of Hanover. Oh, oh, yeah, that are in a box. They're even slightly bigger. Now, a Snyder Cut fan that would be kind of, you know, like Illuminati confirmed. You're wearing a Superman shirt uh, as true. well as wearing holding Snyder's pretzels. Have you seen a certain film no, already? or is I it... have not. No, Actually, not Actually, this is 20 years old. Oh, okay. So, yeah. It's I got vintage. this when, I, when the, there was a WB store at the Fashion Place Mall that went mm -hmm. out of business. And I bought everything for like a dollar. Oh, wow. Yeah. But you know what? These are from Hanover in Pennsylvania. That's where I'm from. Oh, okay. You well, knew that, didn't How you? do you eat them? That's my main question. Yeah, got to break them up. <laughs> okay. They're, they're beer say, pretzels. You just... They're time. beer pretzels. They're, they, that's beer what pretzels. they are. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're fairly large. Yeah. But really, you dip them in beer and you eat them. Hmm. No, you don't dip them in that, beer. It, was, it just struck me, and I, I, I love... Pretzel. I love that we were able to... Yeah, pretzel yeah, out awesome. and shy out. Man, do I have... Uh, so here's the thing. However, you, I do. I, I came bearing gifts as well. I have an extra copy of The Hollywood Reporter. I normally get these. Oh, yeah. And I, here's an extra well. one for you. That's the latest one. <laughs> Guys, that's it's the latest Jesus. One. It's, it's Joker Jesus. It's Joker it's Jesus. It's Joker Jesus. And this is for you and your pretty wife. You can watch a classic <laughs> love story. Original Ryan <laughs> Ryan O'Neill. There you go. I didn't. I did not. I didn't think you had I that did, one. Well, I don't anymore. Why? Because I gave my copy away to my grandparents. <laughs> well, Paramount, well, we love you and we appreciate everything you do. Absolutely, we do. And this is a great thing. This will be up. Uh, can we give this away for Pat Chats? Oh, of course you can. If there's a chance and people want to. What's yeah, do that's, a, uh, that's been re-released in their like new classic series, Love Story. Yeah, that yeah. was a big deal back in the day. Thank you so much. Thank you so I much never for get that thing I'm that's giving awesome. away. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, because I, usually how I prep this stuff is we do I do the segment that's usually like a... Oh, I'm sorry. What? Go ahead. You want one? All right. Shows it's going horribly wrong. It's already off the rails. Um, <laughs> um, shit, I forgot what I was saying. Damn, damn it. Uh, okay, how do I prep the show? Usually it's with questions, and then we do the um, Instagram portion where basically I go through your social media, pull pictures that might be interesting, and ask you to provide more context for okay. them. However, when I was getting the questions prepped, I don't know. Rich, it just seems like you're someone that you shouldn't go into any interview with anything prepared. As far as questions go, because you want to keep Rich free, like an animal, doing whatever he wants to do, squeezing the pretzel bag, doing whatever he wants. So let me ask you this. You asked me. You have been doing Fox 13 for how long now? About five years. Okay. How did that get started? Um, I was, uh, gee, somewhat long story. I'll truncate it. Scott Renshaw. Uh, the uh, critic for so uh, City Weekly. Mm -hmm. He'd been doing Fox for years. And he would just come in on Fridays and do the reviews and leave. It was kind of a promotional thing for City Weekly. But he needed time off to write a book. He wrote a book mm -hmm. about uh, Disneyland and the, the sort of fanatical devotion some people have. You can get it now. It's available. Amazon, I'm sure. And Disney um, doesn't have fanatics. <laughs> and, exactly. And so he, he wanted out. And he just told a few of us in the UFCA, the Utah Film Critics Association, 
of which you don't are. Point, don't point at me. I'm not in that yet. <laughs> but you are trying to be. Womp, 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 womp. womp, womp. <laughs> and, um, and a few of us tried out for it, and I got it. And basically, I was just supposed to, uh, sorry, pretzel. <laughs> Basically, You're also the first guest to ever actually take out the food and eat it during the show. Well, I, no, no, I I appreciate. I'm not supposed this. to eat it. This this makes me. F- I feel warm because it's like, you know. Oh yeah. You're, sho- you're showing that you yep. want to eat it. You're giving my gift away. I'm eating yours. <laughs> okay. See how I, I feel. Can't, uh, all right. If if we're gonna eat the things that we're given, I'll just eat. The, I'll eat it then. You're but sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Even read it. I'm gonna watch it. Are you? <laughs> anyway, um. But anyway, so I got it, and and I was just doing the same thing as as he was doing. I was coming in on Fridays, just doing movies, and I and I left. And then eventually, their their morning show like uh, commentator, you know, live color guy, Buddha, Big Buddha. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he would need off, and they kind of had me come in and, and do his little shtick for the day. And I did that off and on for a year. And then they finally said, why don't you come on board? Let's add more entertainment to Good Day Utah. We're going to expand it. It's going to be more hours in the morning. And so I did that. I uh, joined them about five years ago. I'd actually been doing it for a year before that, Mm -hmm. once a week, and then came on board. Nice. Put your mic a little bit closer to you. Just, or you can move it. You can do whatever you want with this arm. That sounds that sounds a little risque. If the podcast doesn't know that we have like a boom arm, like do whatever you want with this arm. I probably should be wrapping that rascal. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. There you we go. We wash we wash all our filters. You're gonna need to. I just put my nose on it. <laughs> all right. So, okay, yeah. so then you had to have been doing. You've been doing film criticism for how long? At the point that you are, uh, I guess, auditioning for this part. Yeah, it was certainly an audition. Um, I started in college. I went to Southern Utah University. Okay. And Are I'm, you from Southern Utah? Nope. I'm from Pennsylvania. Sliders of Hanover is from oh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And uh, I'm Someone from Pennsylvania. Someone wasn't listening. And <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually met a girl mm-hmm. and uh, she was from Cedar City. Oh, okay. And we got married. Yeah. In St. George. Where I'm from. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know you were from there. Yep. Well, I'm kind of like a latchkey kid when it comes to where I'm actually from. Like half half was raised in Rollins, Wyoming, and the other half, like through graduation, was in St. George. So okay, I thought you could I say thought, one or the other. Yeah, I had Wyoming in my head. So mm. okay, but uh, we moved out to Pennsylvania, and she really, she really didn't like it out there. The pace is very different. I was right near Philly. She didn't, she didn't like the weather. She didn't like how far she was from her family. She just didn't really the traffic. She just didn't like anything about it. Mm-hmm. So we had a chance to move back west slower pace back to her hometown and we did that and then she didn't like me so we got divorced but i stayed mm-hmm. and started college at suu so i was writing for the the school newspaper and i'm a drummer in a band and i played in a band down there yes so they asked me to write music reviews and i said i, I really can't do that because i can't quantify what i like about this or that yeah. If I like a song, I just like it. I like the dumbest stuff on the on the air and the highbrow weird jazz. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. If I like it, I like it. I said, but I can quantify movies. And they said, oh, we'll do that. Yeah. So I started writing for them that way. And um, that's when I first started. But it was only in college. Okay. So you, you moved away from maybe doing more music oriented like review stuff and it, it, it really is different between like you can write your feelings and you can write your thoughts about music and that that's what that's what helps you to start like at least for me when i started um choir i think it's sixth grade they had you write down like how you feel while you were like listening to an eagles song like hotel, hotel california it was actually a really good exercise i think later on but yeah you why couldn't you feel that as close to because you you do get the same feeling when it comes to like empathy um introspective looking at at stuff if you're watching more of a dramatic film what what was the difference really when it came to reviewing one format over the other uh well you know what my guitarist at one point i was listening to uh it was called uh, save me by mm. cinderella okay somebody save me and then he's like how can you like that and like La Villa Strangiano from Rush. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I really couldn't quantify why other than it just connects with me, man. Like, I just, <laughs> you know. But with movies, I understand what goes into them more and I can break it down more. And I think, I tell me if you agree, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people out there who come up to you when they find out what you do 
And they're like, I can do what you do. And you know what? No, they can't. Because most people just go, what sucked? I think it depends on how you, how you give your review. Like the video format, for sure. Lots of people are like, I can do what you do. Maybe not the editing part, but like oh, sure. to just sit down and be like, and talk about a movie mm-hmm. and then throw that out. I always had much more respect for like people that are writing reviews, but now I see people on Letterboxd doing like one sentence and they're like, that's a review. Like, <laughs> exactly. Is that actually, that, there's no way that's that that's blurb. actually a review. And, and now the whole term review could be a tweet, you right. know, it, the format's all over the place right yeah. now. And it's so changed quite a bit. That is where there's so many people that can come in. Armchair critics, backseat critics that are... Sure. Yeah. Everyone's a critic. Everyone's a critic. But not everyone can explain well what they do and don't like about something. And I just felt like... Or why could, you don't like it. Right. Or or, or why your audience might not. Because you got to know your audience too and, and all that. And that's kind of what I end up doing for Fox is sometimes I'll say, look, I like this movie because I'm into this kind of thing. I have a feeling you're going to hate it, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> but But for me, this is what it did. And if you at home are like that, then check it out. You know, I mean, sometimes you, you got to do that. There have been a couple movies I, I've just gone, look, you're going to hate this, but I loved it. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. But I, I don't know. There was something about the movies I, because I was taking broadcasting at the time as well as journalism. And I just felt like I could quantify what I felt and thought more about movies than music. Music was more of a visceral thing. It just connected or it didn't. Mm. And I sometimes don't even know why. Well, what is your music taste? Because, you know, actually, this could bring us into into the Instagram portion of the show. So let, let's ah. start with that. Ah. But I'm going to have to guess which one is the picture that has this. So let's see if I can do this. Uh, that's on it. That's on it. That's oh, on it. Wow. That's on it. There You're it is. You're doing all kinds of weird yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. I just gave everybody a little preview there. Woo. So this is, um, I don't know, how old are you at this point? And are you still in Pennsylvania? No, this is Southern Utah. This is actually taken at the Blarney Stone, which is now called the one and only in St. George. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great place to play, by the way. Huge stage with all those paintings in the back. The Blarney. Is that the electric theater? Is that the only venue I know in St. George is the electric theater? And I wasn't very big into music as far as uh, No, no. It was called the Blarney Stone for a long time. And now it's, it's called the one and only because at the time it was the one and only bar. Mm-hmm. And now it isn't, but it's still the name. And it's right there on St. George Boulevard, just like near. It's in a strip mall. Oh. And it, a huge stage Jazzy and they Jabba's? do live music is it, is all the time. Is it called that too? Has huh? it ever been called that? Not Damn, that I'm aware of. I'm not getting this. Not that I'm aware of. But, but yeah, about that, that, I played in a band for six years called Justice, and we were like, we played both kinds of music, country and Western. Mm-hmm. But then when I came in, I'm like, okay, we're doing more than that with my fluorescent <laughs> orange drum set. And I'm yeah. like, no, we're playing other stuff and kind of pushed them in a different direction. I'm colorblind. But, um, that was orange. That's orange? No, it's fluorescent yellow. Fluorescent yellow. Okay. Yeah, I'm I, uh, very colorblind. I uh, painted it that on purpose. Ooh, wow. You painted your own kit. Yes. Well, what, what consists of a good drum kit? Like, what what do you look for for an essential one, like, for people just starting out? Because I always am like, I don't want to be loud. I want to have an electric drum kit. But is there a huge difference to the point of you shouldn't even try that? That's like riding oh, a, no, an electric no. scooter versus a... No, not at all. That's a great question, though. And, and by the way, if anyone at home is curious about getting a kit... For like their kid or something like that. Seriously, write me and I will gladly uh, steer you in a good direction. Because okay. so many people don't know what to get and they end up buying something that really isn't any good. And then the kid isn't interested. And then this thing sits in a corner and they end up selling it for like 50 bucks on Facebook Marketplace. Or mm-hmm. But no, uh, if you're in a place where you have neighbors, you share walls and you need to get a kit that is user friendly, there are electronic kits these days are really good especially for that because you put on headphones and you hear all the music yeah. and all anyone else hears is because with all the with stuff when it goes to electric or an electric violin or, or anything like that it always feels best for a consumer but i never know if there's a sacrifice for the actual musician well i mean they they, they play differently because the heads the heads respond differently and there is nothing there is nothing so satisfying as a good crack on a real snare drum. But yeah. as far as learning and practicing, they have amazing amounts of tools built right into the little brain that has the sounds. Metronomes, which 
Mm-hmm. You got to practice them with the metronome and little backing tracks that make it more fun to learn. Mm-hmm. And so if, yeah, and, and you can get them cheaply used. They're kind of expensive, brand new, the decent ones are. So yeah. I would, yeah, again, if you're curious, ask me and, and you can find them online. You can find them used, but you're still going to pay at least like five, 600 bucks for something decent. Mm-hmm. Well, when did to you get start going. drumming? Was it young? I was 16. 16? Yeah. What inspired you? A friend of mine met him in high school, went over to his house for like the first time. And he had a drum set in his basement and he was playing on a little bit. And I just watched and he said, I'm going to go to the bathroom here. And he handed me the sticks and I just, I just popped in. A, it was a boom box. It was a cassette tape, kids. There were a little <laughs> kid anyway. And I just popped in a Billy Joel song actually. Yeah. And Which I one? started trying to, it was actually say goodbye to Hollywood off okay. of the uh, songs in the attic mm. album. And I tried to play along with it. And then I tried to play along with something else. And then I put on Burning For You by Blue Oyster Cult. And I tried to play along with that. And I'm like, man, what is he? Did he fall in? Like, what is he doing? So I put it back on, played through it again. And then I realized he had been standing outside the door. He'd been done a while ago. And was just kind of watching me. And and he said, dude, have you ever played before? No. It's like, you're not bad for not knowing what you're doing. You were were sight. Well, it wasn't sight reading, but you you were sound hearing. Like you were yeah, I was, yeah, I was kind of picking it up too. and watching what he did and matching it. And so he gave me a Do you know a how special little... that is, though, to be able to do that? I'm, I'm special. That's pretty... That's... Okay. I have I been called like special before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean? That's... No. That's, that's impressive. That's, that's natural talent. Well, some people learn by, by seeing. Some people learn by hearing. You know, some people learn by doing. And I'm a little bit of everything. But one looks like a magic trick. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. that's what, but I was yeah. doing a little bit of all three there. I saw him, I did it, you know, and so he gave me a couple of quick things and I was just starting to play after that. That's a whole other thing, mm-hmm. but yeah, we can get into, I'm, I want to get into everything <laughs> with you. The, some of these pictures are going to take us down you, these crazy you, roads you, and I'm very excited. Me, you show me then and I'll, I'll take you there. I will show you. Are we, are we, are we, are you trying to get me to move on? No, no, I could go on for that with that for ages. I can go on for ages. Uh, okay, that, real quickly then. I played for five years, and then I thought, I have to grow up. I have to get serious. And I sold them, and I didn't play for another five years until I got married, came mm-hmm. to Southern Utah, and this band was auditioning people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I haven't played in years. I give it a shot. And I got it. And then, and then I said, I don't have a drum set. I, yeah. And I work Friday and Saturday nights. And they're like, we can we can work with it. So I ended up buying that kit right there off their old drummer, but I didn't like the color. So I, wow, changed it to that. And uh, that was a bad idea. That's awesome. And um, played with them for six years. It was awesome. But then graduated college, got to get serious, sold it all again, started working and missed it and went, I'm never going back. And I bought them and have never not played since then. That's good. I'm glad that you did. But that. it was tough. Did you Five go to Vegas old? at all? That's like a hop, skip, and a beat away from St. George. I did. We did not. We played as far south as Page, Arizona, as far as north as Price, Utah. Oh, okay. What was your What was your favorite? I guess show that you had. The favorite show? You You won't know this artist. Her Her name is Lacey J. Dalton. Mm-hmm. She was a country singer, not huge. She had a, a hit called uh, Black Coffee. It was really good. But we opened for her at this huge outdoor fair. And, um, it was the first time where we had anyone like, not groupies, roadies, like helping us do things and doing stuff. And, and we showed up to play and this place was filled. Of course it wasn't for us. I didn't care. (laughs) And we got to play to thousands of people people there. No, it was huge. (laughs) And I was like, holy cow. Also, this is a funny one. We played my little band here in town. We played at the Maverick center. Oh, wow. The Maverick center. Wow. During a hockey game, <clears throat> because what they wanted to do was to have a band play during the timeouts and the halftime. Really? So they had us set up, and every time they call an out, got an out, a timeout or whatever, they go play. We would start ten seconds later to go. We're done, and we go. Doink. You guys were like a pep band. We were a pep band for the hockey team. That's <laughs> for crazy. The hockey That's so and then cool. we got to play during the halftime, but it was the entire arena. Yeah, and I'm like, this is crazy. This is what it feels like. That's cool. So that was kind of fun. And since then, 
once. Chasing the Dragon. Do you have a do you have a band now that you're working with? Or? I have a couple bands I'm working with, but COVID really took a bite out of it. But now that things are starting to happen, mm-hmm. we're starting to ramp up as well. Yep. I will let you know. Dang it. Ooh. Hey, I've got an acoustic guitar that I can just pull up with. Dude. I pull up. We could do something. That's the other thing that we need to talk about. Yes, we do. But let's move to the next picture first. Okay. Do the picture. By the way, this is a fun format. I hadn't seen this before. Seen... This is a good idea. Oh, cool. Well, I'm I, saying Pat I totally is, ripped is it is off cool. from Hot Ones, the uh, the Hot Wing thing. Well, it's like, yours now. It's like a little segment. It's yours now. Why do you have Spider-Man in your lap? And and looking at the, the young man's face... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> You know what? I felt like I felt like this was you being like, you know, these YouTube pranksters don't know what's really going on. <laughs> I miss Comic Con. I, I bought a lot of weird stuff at Comic Con. I was just driving home with everything, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I got my Spider Man because I was trying to buy all of the Avengers and stuff. Oh, nice. And I had I had a really bad Thor with a really limp hammer, mm-hmm. but uh, Spider Man was pretty well done. I just had him in my lap, and we're we're you know hungry and. Hey, do you remember what what the guy said? Did you, was just like you know Bye. what he that did not react at all, <laughs> not a whit. He's probably seen this hundreds of times. Now, do you often frequent drive-throughs with this? Are the, what is because when when we're little, there's always you always want to do a voice, you always want to do something kind of funny or weird, and I love that you still kind of have that in, have that in you. It's like you know what. Let's see. Let's see what they think of this. You know. Okay. <laughs> what what rating are these podcasts? Are these uh, oh, PG um, or R? I don't think we've gotten to like you know heavy heavy, but okay. if we need to get there, we'll we push can the get there. R for a moment. Yes, please. In well, high let's school, go, let's go I, Snyder cut with this. In high school, I knew some friends who worked at fast food restaurants, and I knew this one girl worked at a Burger <laughs> King near me, and I saw her car in the parking lot, and and I, I like drove around. I saw that she had the headset on. She was doing. The window. Mm-hmm. So I went up to the booth, went up to the thing, and, and she's like, yeah, breaking, how can I help you? And I said, yeah, I want a fucking cheeseburger, as loud as I could. And, oh, she, and I looked in the window, and everyone in the Burger King just jumped because they had the speakers on. And I tore out of there like crazy. And I have been back to Burger King in a long time. Burger King. Burger King. Burger King. Burger King. I, 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 I eat there. A lot. I have way too many fast food places too often. I'll tell you this. I did go to a doctor not too long ago and he said, you know, you're in good shape, but your cholesterol is really high. How often do you eat at fast food? And I'm mm. like, four or five Leave times Leave me a week. alone. <laughs> I'm like, every day? You don't get to tell me what to do. And he's like, you should probably cut that back. So I just stopped going. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to a, a fast food restaurant easily in three years. How have you felt? And there a big difference? There you, you notice go. a difference? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I, yeah, absolutely. Nice. I had to, well, I didn't have to, but I, I did this. So you know how in Utah they've released uh, the, the new updates for the vaccine where you have a 30 BMI, right? Right. I measured, I weighed myself and I measured myself as far as height. So goes. you calculated BMI? And I'm exactly 30.5. That's what I was at, right? Is, but, that, is that good? I don't know. That Well, it's the cutoff, right? So you have to be oh. 30 to get the vaccine. So I was 30.5. So I, was like, I qualify. Got the but vaccine. to me, I had this I had this irrational fear that these people are going to poke and prod me and make sure that I'm this right BMI. And maybe they've got a utensil that they use that like nobody else really They'll has They'll probably for it. do a, a body measurement they didn't. real quick. Oh, they didn't. They didn't. Bastards. And well, I, I, well, in preparation, I was afraid, right? So maybe I ate three dozen cookies <laughs> Just a, uh, an just entire to pump that up a little bit. two full pizzas. Uh, see, that's the They're thing. Fat, now yeah. everything kind of disgusts me, but I still eat it. It's like that weird. Like now it's habitual, but you're you're like trapped in your own mind of just get out of the prison. You did what you need to do. Well, but then they didn't even check. They didn't do anything. Well, then I'm just gonna show up. <laughs> see what happens. Well, you should. I think everybody at least by April should be able to sign up. I did hear on the way here. That they're That's saying awesome. April first, they're hoping that it's going which, to be available to everyone. If which is, you're punking us, which is on pretty, that day, yeah, that exactly. That's the worst day to do that's that. That's quite a that's that's quite a challenge. I Jake think. Paul shows up. I think they need eighty five thousand vaccines a week to meet that goal. Really, it's gonna be tough. And the, you know the process, very simple. They get you in. And do the thing, make you wait there for like 15 minutes uh, okay. in case you get an allergic reaction or something. But 
Uh, well, I involuntarily did that, and I felt so bad. <laughs> like, like I think a, a half a minute had passed, and I think I was getting a little drowsy, and I jerked up. But when I did that, the You're doctor like, oh who had given me the, the pharmacist that had given me it looked at me like, like, <laughs> don't do that. Dick. <laughs> right. And I'm, like, I'm so sorry. That's not what I meant. Oh, man. Oh, that's great. So let's move into... Did you I, see that calendar, though, of the anchors or someone? Like, they opened their shirt to get their... They don't have to, but they, they wore a button-up shirt, and they opened it to show off. Who? Like It was just a bunch of various random local celebrities getting... getting. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're thinking of putting a calendar together and all that. So I, I'm going to So what are they to, doing your pictures? I'm, I'm going to totally Photoshop my head on something. We've got a green screen behind us. Yeah. We yeah. just do it right now. We'll get it done. Well, local be part Salt Lake Critic part calendar. Pat, Pat Chats after hours. That's right. Local. Local. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it. <laughs> All right. So tell me, um, did I pull these pictures and you just happened to do hiking during this time? Or are you actually a gen? I mean, you're you're in Cedar City and that's right in Zion where all of the big, big hikes are. I know Angel's Landing. Have you hit any of the the top spots in Zion? And do you like hiking? Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. I've been to the top of Angel's Landing easily 50 times because every time someone comes. Oh, yeah. Every time someone comes to the state, I'm like, let me show you some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you bet. Love it. One of the reasons why I love Utah so much. In fact, there are some places uh, down south that used to be like a cool secret thing, like Red Cliffs. Mm-hmm. But now it's a state park and everyone knows about it. But uh, lots of great little places down there to actually, I found one. I don't yeah, even tell know. me some of your favorite spots. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it's it's one of my favorite places to go. And I just took my niece there uh at December of last year, and she gave me COVID. So, oh no, yeah, I guess she didn't like it. <laughs> but uh, no, she loved it. But she didn't know she had COVID at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I no, I love love Utah for that reason. In fact, we were talking earlier. I do some Uber on the side, mm-hmm. and people, a lot of people come to our state from California. I know they're the ones that are making about, it impossible to buy houses yes, or are. anything. Yes, they are. It's really go, frustrating. Go home. They're, they're going to Colorado, Utah, or Texas. That's Those are the the big ones that I can You know what? Go to Texas. Texas, yeah. Yeah. They, there's so much space. There's yeah, so much big. room over there. And there's not, not there's a the lot of handle here. And cowboys. Go there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually talking with a lot of them, and they'll say, and they are still working remotely from California. So they're getting California like money and living here. Or buying property and using it to, to rent out for people. Yeah. Like it's everything. Hold on to this place, man. Right now. <laughs> this is good. It's, be... it's a rent townhouse. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, 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 you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, me too. I'm running as well. The only on. reason we're keeping it, like I said, is because the view. The view is, it is too nice good to view. pass up. And now having, like being able to make a garage. This, yeah. Like. This is like, a really cool space, folks. And it and it's a pretty collapsible. Like if we if I want, I could just roll up the floor, take the things down, and and all they have to do is repaint this basically. Yeah, you got yourself a stew. That's about it. <laughs> you got yourself a stew going on. <laughs> you got a stew going on. Now you got yourself a stew going on here. <laughs> yeah. I first of all, I I did not know that you served or anything, so thank you for your service. And <laughs> Tell me about this. What What is going on? Who is this person? And uh, yeah. This person is Gregory Wood. He's the guy who got me into the guard and then got out of the guard and left me in there all alone. But uh, no. Yeah, I was in the guard for nine years. And this is, I think, Fort Sill or, or maybe Guernsey, Wyoming or somewhere. Oh, really? And, uh, I don't know. That looks like Wyoming. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. But after two weeks out in the bush, you get weird and lonely <laughs> i guess <laughs> what is your what's your favorite um did war films change did to what you? well like did any type of war film change for you did full metal jacket have a new meaning when you jumped in or like, you know i i was i didn't see any action um i i got in during the basic clip. training seems tough enough basic training was i i loved basic training really it's really weird were you were you the ones that were just like your captain americaning through the i was gung-ho in, in fact uh, uh, to briefly tell you about that, I, I arrived at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, and what they do is they wait for enough guys to form a platoon, and then they mm. start. 
So I was there a week before, at least a week, might've been two before we got going. And it was horrible because you are free labor. Yeah. Anything they need, the crappiest job they have you do. And it was awful. But I befriended a guy in there named uh, Williams and Mm. he was an ex-Marine who it didn't quite finish enough to get uh, benefits. Yeah. So he said, oh, I'll do a stint in the garden. That'll finish up. And he said, dude, when, when boot camp happens, you could be one of those guys that d- doesn't volunteer for anything, volunteer for everything yeah. and give them a hundred percent. When they say drop and give you 20 and then all that stuff go, yeah, do and just go for it. I'm telling you, it'll pay dividends. And I went, all right, uh, I'm going to follow this guy's lead. Yeah. And I did that. And we volunteered, me and him and this other guy named Tony Fetty volunteered for everything, the crappiest stuff. And after about three weeks of it, they'd say, okay, we need someone to do this thing. Got it. And they go, no, not you, not yeah. you, you. And they'd pick someone else who never volunteered. And then they'd leave us alone and give us extra like stuff mm. and freedom and whatnot. And, but no, it was great. I actually, some of the stuff they had us do, like crawling through things and jumping off stuff. I, I made that stuff in my backyard. My, yeah. my, my little, you know, what do you call them? What do they call them? They, they, obstacle course. Obstacle course. Uh, I made better ones in my backyard. <laughs> and I'm like, I can do this. Uh, it was nothing. I loved it. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool that it, it like, I don't know. Maybe the, I, a part of me wants to believe that I would be able to do that. But the other part is like, I'm going to be so OCD about every little thing that the whole thing is going to unravel and I'll collapse. Which might be good for you because they're they're very detail oriented with, with silly things like how you, you know, your buttons I also and this hate and, being told what to do. That's the only thing. You yeah. just have to play. The, you just have to play the game. That's what they were saying to me. Just play the game. Just do whatever they tell you. Don't worry about it. Mm. And, uh, and try to look at the lesson. That everything is a lesson. Even the most hassle you thing is a lesson somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Even if the lesson is war is hell. So you're going you're gonna to do this and it's going to be nothing compared to actually being in war. Yeah. But I never did. I was in the Clinton years. He was a lover, not a fighter. And then I got out <laughs> and like a year later, 9-11. And my Jeez. unit went to Afghanistan like three times. I was on alert because I was reserved, but yeah. I never was, I wow. was never called to go. Just luck of the draw. That Especially I towards the beginning of all that. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Well, let's see what else we have in there. Is that Stanley, yes. baby. Okay. So what was happening on? It looks like you're miking up. Yep. Mr. Stanley. Miking up the man. Piece. I can't remember if this was a C2... E2, C2, E2, whatever they call it. It's it's not a Comic-Con, but it's something like that. Mm. This was in New York. I was working with a company called Tech Media Network at the time out of Ogden. And we did all kinds of just pop culture stuff and reviews and whatever. And I can't remember the guy interviewing him, but he's he's uh, pretty popular online at, now and then at the time. And I was just able to get in there and Mike up Stanley and I have an X-Men shirt on that I designed myself. You can't see it. Did but you it, say anything to him? Oh yeah. I talked to him quite a bit and, and uh, yeah, he, he was great. He's just like he is in the movies. I mean, he's, he's just a, he was just a fun upbeat guy, just super happy to be there, you know, um, because Marvel back when they sold off the rights to everything, they thought they were done. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, he's just at that age to be that popular Amongst the kids was just crazy. More, his most popular, basically, was like the few years leading up to. Right. In his 80s and 90s, he <laughs> was it. That's crazy. He's just like, finally. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the better one was I got to interview myself. I got to interview Chris Claremont. Mm-hmm. And I was, he's the guy that got me into comics. Like his stuff, his run on X-Men and all that, and the Wolverine series with Frank Miller, that got me in. So to sit and chat with him was mm. was even better. When did you first start reading comics? Like, what was your first one? Do you remember? The first one was uh, X-Men 127. It was the introduction of the Hellfire Club. Ooh, okay. And it was right when Dark Phoenix was ramping up. It was, yeah. it was the issue or so when they introduced Kitty Pride. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Great series. Uh, Terry Austin, Jim, uh, John Byrne, and Chris Claremont, just this amazing run. Now I, now I have to kind of jump in, though, and ask you, what did you think of WandaVision? 
with um let's let's not spoil anything but with the thing happening yeah and the kind of psych when it comes to the x-men teases yeah i i won't spoil any anything i will say that if you're gonna try to watch it give it at least three episodes Mm -hmm. because they did a brave bold choice of not really getting into too much until the third or fourth episode yep that's a couple friends at work were watching it and going when is anything going to happen? You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And they had missed a lot of Easter eggs and stuff that a lot of us geeks were going, oh, no, you totally missed what was on the cereal box. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not why they were watching it. So, but if you watch it, give it at least three or four. But that's a lot to watch out of only nine mm-hmm. before it ramps up for people. Uh, yeah, they did a lot of fake outs. That a you lot like of us, because I saw what's trending right now is save. <laughs> right. Like they're, they're, it's a hashtag. You can check it on Twitter, then that's yeah. already spoiled. But if there's a lot of people being like, they ain't doing this character no services, and they just keep using him as a joke or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I, do I you want him back? Do you think they'll do anything else with this guy? Or I don't know, because they have made him crazy powerful in the movies. He I can think, basically I th- always solve... thought that's why they got rid of him. Yeah, they can solve. He can solve any problem they have. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just like with Thanos' whole deal in the comics. He he was unbeatable. So they had to dumb down some of like the Reality Stone was really just like it created illusions, sort yeah. of. You know what I mean? It didn't actually. Yeah, because well, the Reality Stone, which really wasn't a stone, which they make fun of a little bit, it's but like it's like a splash of Dr Pepper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a Coke commercial they zoomed in on. Yeah, but they made him uh, in, in, at least in Fox's movies they they made that character. Ah, we gave away um, so <laughs> powerful, but they they changed him a bit for for the other ones. But mm-hmm. still, I don't know. I don't know. I was sitting there going, oh, that's how they're going to bring mutants in. It's a reverse yep, House of them. Exactly. A, uh, yeah. I was so and and that that's the thing with these kind of shows like. When does the expectations ruin what could have been a really good time watching something that maybe you didn't have expectations in? And when is it that it's, no, you might have missed a lot, and that is a credible complaint, <laughs> and they haven't done Because you've got you've got The Last Jedi when it comes to that. You've got WandaVision sure. when it comes to that. You've got Zack yeah. Snyder's shit, and you've got... I didn't mean to say shit when it came to only Zack Snyder stuff. I, I'm actually excited now for Snyder Cut. All these teases that they keep putting out, holy cow. No, I'm looking forward to it. There's so many stuff where it's like, that wasn't there. Yeah, oh yeah, that there's wasn't a in lot, that one. apparently. Yeah, no, I'm excited for it. But I, I agree. And that's what the What If series is going to be for. Ooh. Maybe there'll be some things that they, they say, oh, yeah, let's run with that idea that we really didn't explore. Let's have some fun in the What If series. So, yeah, there's that. But you know what? I mean, Marvel did an amazing thing with that run of like 22, 23 movies or whatever it was. But obviously there were some issues here and there mm-hmm. that maybe guys like me and you could have could have fixed if they checked with us first. But um, that's, well, that's the thing. I don't know anymore. with us. I just don't care anymore. Just like make a good movie. Yeah. Make good characters and then everything else will follow. But when it's like, oh, we're going to totally do this. We live in a society meme in the actual movie. Eh. Oh, wink, wink, sure. nod, nod. All right. Yeah. What did that do for anyone? Yeah. Just and, for a and, bunch of, <laughs> a bunch yeah, of fans that were like, some, I like a meme. There were some things that I thought uh, WandaVision was going to do that it didn't do, and some things that I didn't expect it to do that oh, it well, did. I liked it a lot, though. You know, I liked it, and uh, we'll see, because um, they, they still have Fantastic Four and X-Men and folks to explain and mm-hmm. bring in. A lot. So I'm well, looking you, forward. You to have it. stuff to explain. Let's. Well, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Now I did not see any Star Wars costumes. Nope. So you are Trek over Wars. I am more. I am Trek over Wars. Now yes. we have so many different versions of you know Star Trek. This looks like original version. Your your William Shatner. And I I should say this. I'm named after both of the Star Trek captains. Yeah, Captain I guess Stewart, you are. Middle name William. Hey, William Shatner. You're my seriously mom, named after them? My mom had an epidural, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she signed everything. She was like, all right, whatever. My dad's like, this would be funny. Didn't help me later in life, but it's nice to say Aww. now. At least you're not well, named I can connect Picard. With people, At least you're like, not named John Kirk. You know, Janeway. If my name isn't Patrick Chris Pine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, my buddy, my bass player, he is a baby named Riker. 
So Ooh. it well, could have gone another way. Where do you where do you want Star Trek to go? Where is the cinematic goal for it? Or does it need to stay with CBS All Access? I don't know anymore. They don't seem to know either. It seems they're very trying confusing. like everything. We're gonna have nineteen different series. Mm. We're gonna have a transporter series. Like we're gonna have a holodeck series. Like I I don't know. I do like the you idea. Like the card. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the idea of a series because they can develop things more. They can explore more characters, you know, characterization, arcs, etc. Movies are fun uh, as long as they're well done. Uh, the original Star Trek run was interesting in that they had these self-contained stories that also kind of connected mm-hmm. a little. When were you, you know? watching these? So what age at this point? Oh, what age is Al? God, I don't know. That's, that's, that's literally kindergarten. Kindergarten. That's like 1974. Four? I don't know. <laughs> I'm old, okay? That's like 1975. You look older than for kindergarten. Or at least you've got like, you've got like. You know what? No, actually, the, that you might got be, the jawline that of, might a, be first of a 40 grade. year old, like a chiseled jawline George Clooney thing. <laughs> You're kindergarten. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I obviously, obviously photoshopped the shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not a real shirt. <laughs> Wait, what? Hold on. I missed that. Oh, shit. Well, that changes everything about this. Yeah. Now the only interesting part of this is where did you get that Photoshop skills from? (laughs) How did I do Photoshop in 1975? I did it like two weeks ago. Let's see. Do we have another? Okay. And now we've got your... um, I don't know. I just want to know more about what it's like going in for you, uh, what the the process is for you when it comes to reviewing the movies for this. And um, I don't know. Well, that that, yeah. that is Fox 13 Studio right there. The this is actually the studio for the place, which is a uh, sort of a, a, a the View style show. It's kind of like our lifestyle show on at 1 p.m. That guy in the corner with me is Dave Nemeth, who's been in the business a long time. He's actually um, leaving, mm-hmm. uh, like in in a week. He's he's decided he's going to do some other stuff. But uh, that is the place setting, and it's it's a lot of fun. And I'm um, able to do the reviews on Good Day Utah, and then they have me go in on the place as well Friday afternoon. Mm. That's what that is. Do you have a favorite segment that you've done, and what did you do during it? Because I know with you, you have you you bring props. You'll show up dressed as Mr. Rogers for screenings. <laughs> you you really do have more fun than anyone else in the theater before the movie <laughs> even starts, and I, that is a good thing. I, I hope so. But what what are some things that that you've done on the show that are like highlight? Even if it's like me, even like sitting here talking about Batman would be a highlight. But what's yours? Gosh, that's a that's a great question. I I I, I sometimes have to run through pictures to remember mm. because I've what been, do you think we've been I've been doing, doing this, this a time. long time, Sonny? And <laughs> I, I'll look through stuff and go, oh my gosh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I dressed. Yeah, I was in a diaper for that movie. Yeah, I did, like I totally forgot mm-hmm. that I did that. But um. Basically, anything the studio goes, would you be willing to cover yourself in honey for the Wicker Man or whatever? And, you know, yeah, get, bring on the bees. <laughs> Wait, what were like, they like, I, I, I don't care. Like anything. They'll just say, will you be willing to? And they don't even ask anymore. They're mm. just like, look, we're going to send you this. You've got the bees. Know. You've got the honey. Now yeah, put it on. Yeah, we know you're you want to be a star. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I just have fun with it. I, I just love the movie experience. I love going. I, I, I love just getting into it freaking hate when people talk during the movie and and mm. at home it's way too easy to watch a movie and go but which would you prefer then having the distraction of a phone or the distraction of other theater audience members being dicks during a movie well that's the thing when we go there's a sacrifice on both sides when we go a lot of times it's just us critics it's like 15 people in the theater and no one's bugging me. But when I there's go that, with the, And then there's the public screenings, though, yeah. which I argue is like screenings. going to a public pool on the 4th of July. <laughs> it is mayhem. You are sardined in there with everybody crammed to the point where I don't even know how they're going to do this in a post-COVID world. Like, yeah, there's there's a lot of weirdness to do with like they they'll let people sit in the stairs if you're really quiet. They actually have done that on occasion. Exactly. Um, so, like, would you prefer just sitting alone, having your phone on silent, 
And then like being in a dark room and watching the movie, right? Because you miss out so much on the immersive experience. Yes. And sometimes the audience is really great because oh, yeah. you see stuff. Well, especially for some I'm of those. I'm answering your question for you. Well, I'm no, sorry. it's true. Mess, some of those Marvel movies kind of things, I'll watch them alone and it's fun. But it was a lot of fun to watch them with a theater full of people who were into it. Mm-hmm. And some of them who didn't pick up on that thing. Or you could, I could look around the audience sometimes and see someone go, you know, like they caught something and yeah. the person next to them going, what, what? And, and like, for instance, with the uh, end game, when, when the Captain America got mummium and got the hammer. What was that? What did you just call what it? Dar- <laughs> what does Darcy call it? Mimium? Does Darcy call it mimium? It just looked like you were licking your lips. I thought you were just licking. Mumier. But Darcy calls it mimium. Um, meow, meow. When he got that and turned to look up, like the theater erupted. Oh yeah, and it was so great. So yes, there, I, there's pros and cons to everything. And but what do you prefer between those two? Like let's let's call it a packed well, sardine theater, or well, I'll, I'll put it this way: the devil you know or the devil you don't. It, it almost it almost matters what kind of movie too. If it's mm. just a character driven talkie. I'll watch it at home. That's horror fine. Film. My screen is big enough. Horror films work really well in a house, <laughs> but they work in a in a roller coaster theme park way in a theater. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, but something like a Dark Knight or or, or you're a Marvel film or whatever, like Godzilla and Kong is coming out. Oh, I want to see I, that I, in a theater. That's I'm so gonna go to a theater, and it's so dumb looking, but I love. It. I I don't care. I want. I, yeah, exactly. The minute you saw them punch monkey punch, I want to see the monkey yeah, fight. Yeah, That's all just, I care. I don't he care. He just hauled off and cut. And the minute they put on that that Lincoln Park music too in the trailer, I was like. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, 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 it's six and one and half dozen. It, it's, it's, a, it's a tough call. Mm. And I am very interested to, to see how it changes going forward. Because yeah. right now, Megaplex, for instance, is doing that whole touchless thing where everything is on the phone. You, don't, you buy your tickets online that's on the phone. They just scan it. They never yep. touch you at all. You don't touch anything. Nothing is Unless exchanged. Unless you pay extra. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those for those movies. And um, <laughs> even the food is prepared for you and you just pick it up and all this stuff. You, you uh, reserve your stuff online. Mm-hmm. You're a whole row apart from everyone else. But that means... Hardly anyone's in there. How many have you gone to during the pandemic then? Maybe four. Man. I don't best. know. Well, now I'm going to. Hmm. Now I'm going to with the, with the, with the shot. Yeah, but, but when I've gone, I was almost the only one in there. I know. And it's, it's me. It's me. Like, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to go. Oh, and I, I was worried that. Sorry, no, no, no. It's, it, we're good now. We're good what now. The hell? You could take that off. It's okay. Oh, wow. Put it around my. Man, look at them. <laughs> look at them. We're not we Marvel or DC. We don't care. We don't care. But um, what was I gonna say? I just did not want to be nervous during watching the movie. You know, I I feel like I'm very easily influenced by anything. Like hmm. like for me, I I kind of would in a lot of ways prefer just having it be at home, being able to watch it, it there because you could be watching something like I can only imagine. Some dickheads in Utah, and I'm very sorry, I guess I'm saying this, some dickheads in Utah um, during Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm, sure. I can imagine some huge dickheads, and maybe just not saying anything, but making noises, making scoffs, not respecting the film. Sure. I, I'll, take, I'll take me trying to not touch my phone over like 50 people like totally trashing this movie that's like i need to pay attention to this even if it's bad and it's nice frankly to be able to pause it and go pee (laughs) and not miss anything it's nice to be able oh i'm gonna get a refill and not miss a thing hang Mm on (laughs) you know yeah that's that's nice too it's true it's it's tough call Mm -hmm. and i think that's why they're doing this double release thing Yeah, yeah the little things you could watch it at home or on the theater <laughs> and you know just yeah well what's been the film because godzilla vs kong hasn't come out what were ones that you have seen that you're like man that, that would have been a really good theater oh 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 well i don't i don't really recall seeing anything recently that i went oh my gosh this should have been on a big screen i, I don't mm-hmm. really recall any of them Did you see raya yet raya and the last dragon no not that one probably I, I, when i was watching I was like this got some cool- soul Soul would have been really good. I, I think, guess Wonder Woman 84, but it wouldn't have saved it uh, no. from, yeah, from the panic. That's true. Wonder Woman 84 is one I would have normally gone to see. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw it, I was glad 
I didn't yeah. <laughs> go to see it. That thing was that. Thing Holy was, cow! Talk talk about like you know what it you know what it is. It's a do you know what a durian is? A durian isn't that wait isn't that that fruit that stinks but it tastes good? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. I think you know where I'm going with this a little bit. Okay. Like you crack open a durian, you're like on the on the outside, it's like, oh wow, that's so interesting. There's so many cool yeah. like aspects to Whoa. it. It's it's pokey. Why is it pokey? I'm so interested. You open it and you take a whiff. You're like, that's garbage. <laughs> that's actually garbage. But then you eat it and you let and you let it sit with you for a little bit, and, and then it's like, yeah, but like it tastes kind of good. But then you just go for it again, and, you're, and it's again like this is shit. This is garbage. That's what Zack Snyder films are. That's what. Wonder Woman 84 it was mm. like you keep going back because it tastes good but you just have there's why does it smell bad <laughs> why does it also smell bad <laughs> I don't know I, I'll put this way I do have I'm waiting for Wonder Woman to like it, it will soon be released as you can buy it and all that stuff yeah and by that time as far as I'm concerned all spoilers are off tough and mm. I have a two hour and 12 minute dissection that I have done I have <laughs> edited for this thing that i'm not gonna um, i'll put it out and everyone can buy it because by that time you get mad at me for spoilers that's on you <laughs> by that time well what is what does your future look like when it comes to film critic stuff like me and you were just talking about critical mass your show right which we're gonna plug right now yeah which is check out critical dead mass. and needs to be resuscitated and it's not dead. It's just like Superman. There's just a little bit of dust coming off of the coffin. Right. And we're gonna ch- we're gonna fix the lip on it and just uh, put it. Yeah. Yep. Have have uh, We're gonna do it through a phone, so you can't tell how badly it's done. That's what we're gonna do. But where where do you see yourself going in the next few years when it comes to film criticism? Or like, where do you want to? What do you want to push critical mass to? Well, in the to short the mass. in the short term. I think it would be a lot of fun to to get that going again. What it is, it's like it's like a Siskel and Ebert style thing. Mm-hmm. But what I found with Siskel and Ebert, because I used to watch it back in the day, was that you kind of yes, you got to know them, but you also got to know where they were going, and mm-hmm. you knew what he liked and what he liked, and and it went that way. So what I did was I wanted to pull cr- critics. A mass critics, mm, critical mass. Critics. I thought from, it was going to be about church. From the pool <laughs> of critics that were in town. So yeah, it'd be me there that I might be the only constant. And even sometimes I'm not there, but it would be me and you one week. Mm-hmm. And that show has a certain flavor. And then it's me and Caitlin the next week. And that has a certain flavor. And then it's me and Scott the next week. So uh, that's, that's something I think is cool that there's enough continuity there, but also enough difference to keep it lively and that's mm. you know and that was what i was hoping for that show it's just something that as you know from doing this it's a lot of work yeah. to do yourself and yeah, true and uh i just got into other things and so i'd like to get back into it mm-hmm. and keep it a little more low-key on the production end because i find that if i don't try to roll in 19 things and then edit this later and sweeten the sweeten the sound layer and do it yeah. That I just get it done and get it out. And post-work and pre-work has been like a, a nightmare for me. Because yeah. I, I do the switchboard for this sometimes. Right. And it and it can work, but often like I'll press the wrong button and then I've completely forgot what you've said. And then I have to backtrack it into what's going on. If it were up to me, I would have somebody that I pay minimum oh, wage sure. or, or, or granola to just press the buttons. Yeah. You know? But no, uh, I, you gotta no, do what I you gotta get do. It. I used to I have think, a I used to have a foot switch. Uh, oh, you showed you showed me that yeah. we didn't. You it was still, a keyboard you don't have it anymore? switch. Oh, it's not working. Oh, shoot. that was really cool. <laughs> that was we a good idea. That. But um, no, I, I'm actually looking to do it all on iPhones oh. and through the iPad. And much like you, I'm going to have it in my hand and just be live switching. Yeah. So that I'll switch to you when you're talking. Switch to me. Blah blah blah. And hopefully, I'll get it right. <laughs> and so <laughs> there's a minimum amount of editing afterward. And so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's gonna. Big. The, and the hopefully, more that we, the more uh, we jump into it, we get it I'd on Fox uh, 13's Roku channel. There you go. So hopefully yeah. that'll help push it even more. And um, yeah, but I, I uh, as we were talking as well on on Fox or Channel Four, you don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. to really talk, you know, about the movie. So you, you end up going. Really good at TLDR. Well, this was great. 
too long didn't read about this movie, about this movie, about this movie, you're out. You gotta go. But it, sometimes that can be fun when it's like, I don't, because I, I remember specifically last week, there's four movies that I had to do, and, I, and it was a five minute time frame. So I just, I, I went right up to the co-host Dina that I was working with, I was like, get rid of this one. We don't need to, like, let's, let's spend one minute on this. Only need to talk about this for one minute, then get me off of it onto this. And, and like, we don't really go scripted. It's just a little bit more like, when you see my face cry, help me, move to the next movie. When you see this. <laughs> it's not the best. Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, you want to interact with someone sometimes. And then the person that's there, whether it's, uh, uh, I don't know who else you do it with all the time. Uh, pretty much all of them. They, it, it kind of is a rotation as far as whatever okay. the hosts are covering. I'm usually with like Dan Evans and Kerry Cronk or whatever. And, and they want to say something. And I want them to. Mm-hmm. But then now they're taking my time, man. And now <laughs> well, I've I don't got, worry about that. Now but I've got 10 seconds to tell you about me, this movie. They put me in the corner and I'll, I'll be fine. But... It's it's a lot of like first they haven't seen the like not seeing right. the movie can sometimes be quite challenging because you want to relate about something that's like I can't spoil it right but I I, I I like can we both be like what about it but you can't you, you were don't have that about as much. processes and I try to talk like this is what I want to talk about but I don't want to spoil it so I'll talk around that as much as I can mm-hmm. to get someone. To give them like the gist without yeah. blowing it. And and that's, it's difficult to review a movie without talking about the movie. Yep. It, it would be like saying, well, okay, I'm going to tell you about this road trip I went on, but I'm not going to tell you about any of the stuff I did. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so it really is. That's what I feel like sometimes. Describe a picture without telling you what the picture is. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard. And I, and I don't feel like I'm doing the job. Did, oh, I, but did you pull- really get anything out of that? I don't know. I think we pull it off because at the same time, it's it's not necessarily we're giving you a plot for plot. We're we're, right. we're trying to give in the shortest amount of time a synopsis of if it's worth your money. Exactly. And, and if you can give them that, and you you gave me the the greatest advice that I that I had when it came to going pants in. wear pants wear pants. I did I did he did I put promise. on pants for this the second time the second time <laughs> when we were when we weren't recording it was you know all. You know, we realized that we could see legs. I was like, he's here. Oh, shoot. We got to put Hi. Oh, get out of the tub. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I don't know. It's just a whole different format. Wait, what that, was the awesome advice I gave? Oh, yeah. What was the awesome advice? I forgot. It's to treat everything like you're basically at a theme park, you know? Enjoy every single moment of it and don't take it seriously. Oh. <laughs> when, you, when you don't take it seriously and you're there to... Uh, build a rapport with somebody and have a good conversation with them rather than, you know, I have a points, B points, C points that are structured enough to the point where people that are watching it probably don't even know what you're talking about. Hmm. Like if you're like the cinematography is pretty good, that's a wasted sentence when it comes to like, <laughs> yeah. like you can do that it's in a, shot on a phone. It's probably we need to find like if I went up and did the, a Snyder cut review, I'm not going to talk about the three by four aspect ratio. For like, even though for us, it is a huge thing it, to talk about, it, right? It, it's, yes. it's pretty big. A lot of people can be upset about it. Large. But you have, but instead it's like four hours is a long time. Go to the bathroom if you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be what I would talk about. Go here. Or like, not worth it if you have kids that you have to deal with for four hours. Watch it at night. Watch yeah. it. Those are the right things. And maybe someone will say that that's not necessarily criticism, but that's more of your guide of how to enjoy and watch something. Mm-hmm. But I think that goes hand in hand. Well, and I think it's the medium as well. I used to write for Salt Lake Magazine. I used to write for um, uh, the Ogden. Oh my gosh. Ogden Times? Standard. Standard, Standard. Examiner. And they wanted a different, a totally different tack. Yeah. And they also wanted you to fill a certain amount of space. But, um, but okay. with, with what I do at Fox, a lot of it is, and I think we talked about this, I think about the audience and they're going, God, I, I get one night a month with my wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, this is my date night. I was going to see this movie. Should we? Because mm-hmm. it's awful to like, this was your one night, you know, out and yeah. you, you paid 25 bucks, whatever it is. And the movie was not what you're hoping. And you know what else is a new one? <laughs> it's, it's for parents that are like, if I buy this streaming service for this one D month, can I watch Sponge on the Run and not want to blow my brains out? <laughs> right. or, or like, can I watch anything with my kids to distract them? Can I do anything to like? That or, is such a big avenue now. Yeah. Or 
I was going to take my kid to this. Should I? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. I think about those folks at home and that's who I'm aimed at. But if it was the Standard Examiner or Salt Lake Magazine, mm-hmm. I would go for a different crowd and a different thing. And I can tell, and I bet you can too, when someone just has to fill a lot of... Sorry, I'm talking... You know who you are, critics. I read your stuff. When someone is just <laughs> filling space because they have a certain amount of words they have to write, yep. and they give you a synopsis of the movie. Oh, yeah. And then go, Break down I liked scenes. it. The, the, like, ye- the yellow light glimmers off of yeah, the nightstand. Yeah. And, and somebody I don't must need be to like, know every point of the plot, dude. So far up their ass yeah, as well, far as writing. Like some of the things, I consider that pretentious to be like, let's break down a scene. And 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 another interesting thing, like they'll, they'll mistake like wide shot or close-up shot and think that they're very prolific in their review or like... It's clear he was using a 35 millimeter lens when it was like, <laughs> nope, that was digital or, or something like critics. Half the critics are kind of up their own ass, which and I think they love it there and they should. Why not? I'm sure. It's but it lovely smells and they weird take good, there. Maybe they take it's good like care a of it. fruit. Somebody that spends so much time up, it probably maintains it generally well. So, you know, that's fine. <laughs> there's then some there's escaping the, going on. Then there's the ones like us that are kind of like in between. We're, we're more going for how do we get how how do we, you know, it's more digestible. I think, for a general audience. Exactly. There's the film critics that are on YouTube, which I uh, partly I'm on, but I wouldn't necessarily subscribe to it because there's a lot of drama when it comes to those critics. There's, there's a, a lot whole of, lot of let's, that. let's always talk about beef. Let's talk about the culture behind, uh, behind what's going on. And yeah. there's a lot to improve with things, but it's, it's crazy how many different variants of critics there are. And they're oh, all, yeah. and they're all whatever, they're different shapes and sizes, but yeah. they all are the... Yeah, and I, and I just think you got you got to think about your your medium and your audience and all that, and be able to shift some gears. Because I bet you and I could get way up our own asses with certain things that I feel we're like really I have into. Been. Like me just saying all of that was up my own ass. Well, I mean, we could that. really get into some things that we're into and mm-hmm. break it down and stuff. But there's going to be like eight people who watch that, or 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 there will be thousands. Fine, but. They're looking for that, and they'll sit through a two-hour review of Wonder Woman. And how genuine are you being when you're just looking to do something to trigger someone's response? Oh, yeah. To, yeah. I'm uh, not, how genuine? Yeah. And what is your review yeah. in that place when you're not being genuine about what you're saying? Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not looking to piss anyone off. I'm it's not, so interesting. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not. And, and, yeah, I, and, and again, what we do on TV... We got to go like this, right? We got to just take all that and go, okay, what is the nub of -hmm. this gist and get it out there Yeah, and still have some time to chat and show a clip. Yeah. You know? Oh, I got clipped. I got clipped this last one. It never happened before. And they were like, I think we have a clip. I went, wait, what? I didn't say it audibly, but that would have been like, because I was only, I was clipping, I was cutting all the trailers to just be trailers. But they asked like for, VO, for sound you on just it. Talk. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. I can get a clip. I'll, I'll get, I'll get you the best clip you've ever seen if you want it. But they, they, they like took a little tiny bit from the trailer. I was like, oh, okay. See, I'll, I'll I get, tell them, I tell them the clips. I, yeah, all I, I provide all that stuff on my end. I do too. But okay. and all I want for them is to, is to, like, just look at me and be like, he's doing his own thing, and we don't have to worry about him, and they don't have to be like. Where is he or something stupid right. like that? Like if I can be a ghost and just pop in, pop out, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy. But well, you know all about that too. No, yeah, it's it's it, but it's interesting and and, and it's a ride. It's a fun ride. Yeah, oh yeah. And sometimes I'm like, here, I want to show 30 seconds of this movie because it's a cool clip. Mm-hmm. I want to show this. Then afterwards, I get talked to. You know, it's too long. I'm like, <laughs> no one wants to look at me for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. They want to look at this movie for 30 seconds. You know, I'm gonna and look so at you for 30 seconds. It's this whole kind of thing. But I don't know. 30 seconds, uninterrupted eye contact. Okay. I'll just keep cutting back and forth on the screen. Are, we, are you timing this? I got to watch. We're but going. I'd have to look down at it. Nah, I can't. I can't Hey, Siri, see. set timer for 30 seconds. <laughs> Whoa, what? Okay. We've already done like 10. It started now. All right. Okay, well, that's it for that. Richard, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me, letting me ask you weird questions. Anytime. Um, Fox 13, Critical Mass is going to be coming back. And uh, yeah, anything else that we can plug for you that you want to plug? Oh, now now you ask me. Yeah. 
I didn't make you do that. <laughs> you knew where this was going. We didn't know where this was going. Oh, and now the timer actually... It, so it did go, but then it's not... Whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know what? We'll have to come back and talk music sometime. Talk, That's what, talk jamming. It seems like there was, there was a little bit of a mind there that we can, we can explore. There's a thing. I, I'd like to know more. And we need to jam out for it. We could just do a full jamming show for stuff. Dude, at we my jamming. house, I have a whole section set up just people walking and jam. That's cool. Yep. Now, once all this stuff starts settling down, man, Oscar party would be wild. Mm, that would be so much fun. I'm, yeah. Next up, you're coming back on, right? Will you come you back? Bet. You bet. Cool. Let's got, do it. You got more chai? Then I'll come back. We'll, we'll, we'll chai to bring some. We'll chai it. <laughs> he said for the fifth time using the same joke. He did. But where can the people find you? What's your what's your hashtags, your stuff? You know what? I'm just getting on the Tiki Talk. Mm, whoa. And TikTok. we're gonna be doing things. What? And um and 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 I have an Instagram and there's four pictures on it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going crazy there. There you go. <laughs> right now, really, Facebook is probably the best place. I will link things to it. Awesome. How about that? Just put my name in. I got like 90 different pages. Every time mm-hmm. I think of something, I'm like, ooh. Rantings with Rich, and I save that name <laughs> and don't do anything with it. Well, every Friday's <laughs> at what time, too? Oh, I'm on Fox every day from like 8 to 10. 8 to 10. And then 7 to 10 on Fridays because we talk movies. Movies. Well, thank you again. And, of course, you guys can check us out on Pat Chats on the Patch Waiting Review site. Pat Chat. Oh, Pat Chat. We Pat need to Chat get with some Pat. Type of, we've been saying we need to have some type of like actual intro for this, so maybe we can come up oh, with that, too. Jingle. We don't have an end, end slogan Chat. to it, either. So I'll use the one that Chat. Nisha gave us. With Pat. With Pat. Pat we chat. Chat with Pat. With Pat. Chatting with Pat, because it's a Pat Chat. Just like that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>